0: Never have our community heroes been more worthy of recognition than today and Wendy's is here to show thanks for all they do with a free breakfast for a year giveaway. Starting Monday, November 15th through December 9th, we want you to nominate the individuals you feel have gone above and beyond. Just go to yourtotalmedia.com communityheroes community and give us a line or two about why someone you know deserves free Wendy's breakfast for a year as part of Wendy's Thank You Thursday's campaign throughout this holiday season. That's right, our community heroes have the opportunity to win free breakfast for a year from Wendy's, which includes a delicious breakfast combo. We'll select a community hero every week on Thursday, and you'll hear their inspiring stories on the air. You can nominate anyone who's made an impact in our community. Wendy's wants to reward our dedicated and hardworking individuals because these heroes have kept our communities together and running. Make your nomination today at yourtotalmedia.com slash communityheroes, and Wendy's will be providing free breakfast for a year to those deserving individuals.
1: Good morning everyone and welcome to another edition of the morning show right here on main street tv where we have decorated sorta ben helped us thank um, you
2: uh, i didn't do a good job
1: you um, did a fantastic job
2: i did like a, a classic union supervisor i showed up at the end and, and made sure it looked all right
1: he said it's a little crooked you need to move it to the left yeah I believe is what he said. Something like that. <laughs> but no, welcome. Our good friend Ben Davis Jr. is back here in the studio today, not only to sing us some songs, but also to talk about his finish in the, let's see, what's what's the official title of it?
2: Wall Most Talented Beard in America Contest,
1: where our good friend Ben Davis Jr., Came in second.
2: Yes, crazy. Thank you.
1: Good job.
2: Thank you very much.
1: And the cool thing was it was voted, you know, for by America. Absolutely. So it wasn't like you were just sitting in front of a bunch of, you know, people like judges and they judge something like this was like voted for by friends and 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 people that saw your video absolutely
2: there are so many folks shared and uh begged their friends to vote and that was really nice you know it was it was Still shocked me. You know, I didn't think that it was going to go the way it did. So I'm really happy.
1: Well, I had no doubt in my mind that it it was going to go (laughs) go well for you because, um, number one, you are so talented and number two, so loved by everyone in our community. Well,
2: thank you very much. I try. I try. I just, you know, try not to be a bad dude. That's that's my uh, life's goal. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you know, and, and that seems like it should be pretty easy, but sometimes life throws us stuff that makes that a little difficult.
2: I still struggle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not so nice to customer service folks on the phone. I need to be better at that. <laughs>
1: when your appliance is messed up or you're yeah. not not coming in on time by golly bens gonna <laughs> fight for you <laughs> so all right so let's you were here what was that a month ago or something like yeah, that yeah about a month ago i think okay and right then the contest was still going on we were asking for people to you know vote and and get online and see all of the people that were involved in the contest and whatever Obviously, the voting happened. You end up in second. This is so cool. Yeah. And, um, and from what I understand, you ended up behind a guy that actually sang the national anthem on national TV. So that seems yeah,
2: like... Yeah, he's, he's uh, pretty American, you know, and uh, <laughs> his team won the championship this year. And so, uh, you know, I, I think I will not even try to pronounce his last name, but he was also named ben. Another
1: Ben.
0: Yeah, too yeah. many
2: Ben's in this contest, but... uh. He got first place and $20,000, and he is the wall man of the year. You know, that's really cool. Uh, I am uh, second most talented beard in America. I didn't get an official title, but uh, (laughs) I got second place and $10,000. It's crazy. Woo! Crazy.
1: And the crowd goes wild.
2: And a really nice beard trimmer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There you go. So did you get to – because we were talking about that, and didn't they – did they take you all somewhere or?
2: Nothing yet. Nothing okay, but yet. that
1: is kind of in the works It's maybe? something
2: that they were wanting to do. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to go. Basically, I am uh, uh, not necessarily property of wall beard trimmers for a year, but I, I'm partnered with them. And if they ask me to go somewhere, I got to go. So, you know, we'll see what happens as long as it's not... Uh, you know, Africa or something, I think I can make it happen.
1: Well, the good news is I think uh, with the new Omicron variant out there, they're not going to send you anywhere too crazy. So I think you're safe.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's what my friend was like. We have to get through the whole Greek alphabet, and then maybe we can travel places. Correct. Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I'm like (laughs) – only one of the few people in the world that probably knows the Greek alphabet because I was forced to memorize it in a song when I was like pledging a sorority. So I'm like, okay, um, we're getting there.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> As I go through the Greek alphabet, I'm like, we're getting there. To we've had quite a few variants. So we have. yeah. So, well, cool. Um, so. Let's see, what have you been up to since since we saw you last?
2: Well, uh, I can't remember if I'd already been to Nashville or not, but I think I did. And I think uh, you had been. Yeah, so then, uh, really, I've just been playing shows. I played at Steiner's and Chillicothe, and that was really fun, and mm-hmm. uh, a few other places. You know, the places I've been playing for a while. Um, but now, uh, it's kind of working toward a new record, um, get that ready to go, and... Uh, work towards moving to Nashville. That's my plan. So.
1: Okay, and that's your goal.
2: That's my goal.
1: That's right. And and when are you thinking that's going to happen, or do you know?
2: Uh, spring. I'm giving myself until May. You know, that's that's kind of my my deadline personally. But we're gonna see what happens. It just it depends on how many appliances I could sell. At Big Sandy.
1: That's right. <laughs> Free plug. Now listen, this is not a plug for a store. This is a plug for Ben.
2: Yeah. If you need appliances, come see Ben. Or TV, uh, but I am located at 1404 North Bridge Street in Chillicothe. <laughs> no,
1: I will say, well, I'm going to get myself in a lot of trouble. No, right. <laughs> I will say, if uh, appliance wise, service wise, whatever, having stuff readily available, whatever you, this guy right here rocks it, and you can call him and just be like, hey you know um i need this and this even mix and match or it doesn't have to be a matching set like what what do we have here what can we do and he has this like uncanny ability to put stuff together and and um you know give you the best customer service and um i mean heck we bought a appliance package over instagram i yep, think from yes, you i think so too <laughs> So, you know, however you can get a hold of this guy, do it. And um, if you need appliances or TVs or anything like that, um, uh, Ben will take care of you. So free plug for you there. (laughs) We got to get into
2: Nashville. Come on,
1: folks. (laughs) Well, cool. So have you been working on any new music?
2: I have um, written some new songs and uh, I'm trying to get into writing a lot more because when you write an album. You know, there's a few that don't make it. They, they just aren't as good as the rest, or they might not fit for one reason or another. And uh, so I've just got to start hammering them out. That's kind of my plan, just stay home, spend time with the family, and write a bunch. So, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, I was um, listening to Garth Brooks being interviewed the other day, and he was talking about, and I don't think he wrote this song, Two of a Kind Working on a f- Full House. Okay. And he was just like, you know, that's like one of those songs of a lifetime where you hear it and you just wish there could be a two of a kind working on a full house on every album and you know that there can't be. Yeah. But that's just an awesome song. Everyone loves it and whatever. So every song can't be the best one. No. But you want it to be.
2: You do. And it's, it's hard. How do you choose? Because uh, they're
1: all like your soul, you know?
2: Yeah, I kind of... I uh, have a small council, and I'll I'll run them by them. Um, obviously, my my producer and partner in this endeavor, Eddie Ashworth. He um, he's so helpful. And, is he out
1: there this morning? Uh,
2: he's probably not. He's a, okay. he's a professor at OU. Okay. Um, so he's probably doing some work. But uh, yeah, he he just has a way of uh, letting me know that maybe one might not be the right choice without hurting my feelings, which is you know we all got delicate
3: Egos, yeah yeah, for sure
2: and uh he's he's we've been working together you know i think this is the third record we just did um working on another one and and it's just going to be that way so him and then the guys that play with me i just ask does this one suck you know and they'll tell me yes or no and that's fine
1: well and it would be hard because you know you've spent your time and your love into a song and then um at the end of the day it's hard to step away and and see Mm -hmm. if it you know, is the one or not? It
2: is. Uh, you know, um, they're all my life experiences. You know, and and some of them are super uh, vulnerable. You know, it's, sure. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just one of those things that uh, I, I tell people all the time. It's like when you have a broken heart, you can heal it by writing a song, but then you gotta open that wound again every time you play the song. <laughs> and uh, that, that's a just kind of what it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's the only way that I know how to deal with it. So. <laughs> it, it works, I guess.
1: That's fantastic. And, you know, um, I guess if, if people didn't see your prior interview uh, with us here on Main Street TV, um, how did you get started in music? And I, I know because yeah. we talked about our good friend Chris.
2: Absolutely. He... he.
1: Chris Bullion.
2: We had this uh, thing in eighth grade. It was like a end of the year party. And uh, he was a music teacher. And We had talked a lot in there, but he kept saying, you need to be in choir. And I told him no, because, you know, I wanted to be a tough guy. I didn't want to be in a choir. I uh, should be
1: playing football, not in choir, right? I sang
2: karaoke or something, and it wasn't even – it was like a boy named Sue, so it was mostly talking. And uh, (laughs) I was signed up for woodworking, and then I got my schedule the next year, and uh, it said choir, symphonic choir, which is the one you got to audition for and stuff. And uh, I was pretty upset, so I went to the guidance counselor, and I said, I wanted to be in woodworking. And they were like, that's not what Chris told us. He said that you wanted to be in choir, and he, your parents didn't want you to be in choir or something, So, but he wanted you to be in choir, so he moved you over into choir. I'm like, okay. So, You're like, darn it, Chris. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> but that's where I came came to be, you know, because I was, I was just so weird. And uh, I hadn't found what really – the strongest part of my personality yet, I think. And he helped me develop that. It was really awesome. So four years of choir and also later he forced us all to be in a musical. Um, that, that made a difference too, you know, being out there and performing. So so that right about then is when I uh, started working on guitar and singing and Um, I was, went and bought a guitar and was in the parking lot at Walmart in Chillicothe and a friend of mine walked by that I knew from Southeastern when I went to school there. And, uh, he also was just like, Hey, I got a guitar and we made a band.
0: Oh, um, cool.
2: Like 14. And, uh, we stuck with that until we were about 20. Um,
1: Oh wait, I'm supposed to ask, what did Jules say? Jules said to ask you about something she was in the other day jewel stewart oh
2: dang Uh,
3: no i I forget too she it It, was the
1: name of a band Yeah, it was
3: the name of a band in the red
2: was my band is that what it was it must be
1: and then they had one too i think
2: i think that was it in the red
1: she said that you guys played sometimes like as teenagers like and your bands played together at
2: the memorial building and uh (laughs) like the teen town or whatever (laughs) everywhere It, it was a lot of fun um you know, that was a cool thing to do back in the day. A lot of people had bands, and there was a lot of talent around here, but um, Jules is just so talented. She could probably, whatever she decides to focus on, that's she's, what she's going to be good at.
1: Yeah, she's so talented at everything. Yeah. So then we got to talking about your beard, and I was yeah. like, have you ever had your hands in the second best beard in she America? Has. And she said, yes, I have. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. She used to make it look really nice when it was real long, you know. But then I moved away forever, and – uh You know, I haven't gotten to reconnect with Jules. I love her though. Uh,
1: She's awesome. She is. She's so good. She was in the other day talking about some Marquee stuff. So
2: awesome.
1: Um, All right. Well, you want to sing us a song? You want to sing us one of your new songs? Yeah.
2: Um, So we'll do this one. I played this one on the radio, but some folks might not have heard that. So I'll play this. Um, This song. Yeah. uh, I like hiking a whole lot. And uh, no matter how much i hike or how good i think i get at it um i fall down every once in a while and (laughs) uh, sometimes when you fall down you don't want to move you just lay there and take in the pain but then you got to get back up because there's a view that you're climbing that's i always chase views that's my thing um so i've kind of correlated that to every time that i have a setback in life Um, i call this keep on climbing (laughs)
4: I've been climbing up this mountain for a long time But I keep on getting farther from the peak Every time it feels like I can get a little higher The ground just seems to shift beneath my feet But I've known this kind of trouble dang near all my life Seems I'm always destined for the fall Wouldn't know a good time if it weren't for pain and strife Keep myself climbing through it all Once I fell so far I thought that I could never live But I took a chance and dusted myself off Took a look real close at what this life has got to give And I started headed right back to the top Every now and then I tend to stumble again On rocks and roots and things along the way But I keep myself moving like an old rolling stone Thankful that I got another day Oh, I've known this kind of struggle dang near all my life Seems I'm always destined for the fall But I wouldn't know a good time if it weren't for pain and strife Keep myself climbing through it all Keep myself climbing through it all
1: That's a good one. Thank you very much. You know, I'd say a lot of people can relate to that.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all <laughs> can do that. That's for sure.
1: In whatever way that you that you see fit.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I was thinking of a lot of people and myself there, you know, and that's, that song can relate to, to folks with addiction. It can relate to folks with money problems. It could, revoke, you know, anything, anything at all. Just having your heart broke repeatedly, you know, keep on going, though. You might win $10,000 with your beard. Uh. Who
1: knew? I mean, at the end of the day, like seriously, would you ever in a million years think that happened? No way. No
2: way. (laughs) Well, one, I never thought I would even enter a contest like that in my whole life. It was just a total fluke that I did it, and crazy.
1: Here you are.
2: Yeah, that is so
1: cool, (laughs) and we cannot congratulate you enough. Like we are so proud of you. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, let's talk for a minute about Nashville. Yeah. All right, so. there are many, 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 many folks that have a lot of talent. Yeah. Um, and many, many, many folks that say, "I'm going to move to Nashville because that seems to be the place to it go is. to get discovered." Right. Yeah. So, how does that work? Like, do you just pack your car and go, or I mean, how do you how do you pick yourself up and go? Like, how do you find the gumption? You know,
2: uh. I've been trying for a long time. I was going to do it in 2013. Um, maybe 2014. Me and my friend Jake Dunn were going to go, but both of us decided not to do that. Um, it, it's just, when you go, it's such a shock. You go and walk Broadway, and uh, you hear everybody singing the songs from the radio, and um, that's not really the life that I want to live. Um, you know, I, I I want to share my songs. so. I don't really want to go there and, and try to be any kind of star or anything. I just want to go learn and network and okay. uh, being there is is a good place to be, I think. But other folks want to go and be stars. Other folks go with no plan at all. Um, I had a friend that wound up on the road with Brad Paisley and he just went there on a whim. I have another friend that ended up a drummer in this uh, national you know, Christian rock band and it's just things will happen if you open yourself up to them. And uh, I don't know. When I was in Nashville, it was such a romantic experience uh, for me um, there with all my friends and stuff. But it's yeah. like, went and watched my hero play music at the Ryman. And then we went to this other place afterwards to watch somebody else play. And there's just like three of the people that I listen to every morning uh, when I'm getting ready for work on my Spotify just standing there also watching that band. And it's like,
3: Oh cool. I just want to
2: be there. You know, I just want to be there. If I could stand there beside them, uh that would be all right with me.
1: You know, that would be just so inspirational to just be in the room with such greatness, you know. Absolutely. Whether I mean, you're talking to them or singing with them or not. Like
2: yeah. it's it's uh kind of crazy. I, I just I have a lot of admiration for songwriters and uh I I listen to nothing but you know, the kind of stuff I want to write. So sometimes maybe it'll come back out. That's my, my thing. And yeah. if I can go there and, and meet those folks and and learn why they write the songs that they write and things like that, maybe I'll get some experience and make me better at writing songs. That's, that's my only thing.
1: Or why they pick the songs that they release, you yeah. know, versus ones that they don't. Exactly. Um, that is so cool. And so your goal... Um, and going to Nashville is not to go down and, you know, I want to be the next.
2: No, I don't want to be the next anybody. I, I It'd be all right to be uh, the first me. And then. Uh, love that. I, but I, I want to, you know, if I could open for the guy that opens for the guy that I like really well, that would be cool. That's yeah. that's, that's kind of the status that I would like to have. Um, My goal long term is. If I can write a song good enough that somebody else will sing it and put it on their record, then people will be like, "Hey, come see this guy play. He wrote that song, such and such." And they're like, "Okay, I'll I'll go watch him." You know, yeah, I will be down with that, even if it's hesitant uh, crowds. I just want to play. That's it, and share my songs and for people to listen.
1: So, at the end of the day, would you rather Ben Davis be known for songwriting or for singing?
2: Uh, probably songwriting. You know, um, I don't, that's what really, singing is fun. It used to be that performing was the only place I felt comfortable. Yeah. Um, but that's changed. And uh, now if, I don't know, if I can write some songs and earn a little <clears throat> pass, passive income and then be able to go perform when I want to and pay the bills, that would be great. You know, because yeah. it's hard. It's hard to pay the bills. Musicians have had a rough go the they last have. couple of years.
1: You have. I mean, it's just, oh, I have, yeah. you know, you have a, thank goodness, uh, a day job, yeah. but also um, to fall back on. But yeah, it's just, you know, the, your passion has been stripped from you.
2: Yeah. It's, it's rough. Um, it's, it's not so much the passion as it is just the security. Um, yeah. A lot of folks that were doing really well now just have day jobs and don't play anymore, <clears throat> but they were on the come up, you know, they were just there about to hit the break and then everything stopped and now they yep. they aren't going to return
1: so. and maybe they're they feel as if their chances passed them by or or whatever
2: yeah it's it's just uh it's hard to put your faith into something that could be so easily stripped away you know and sure um so you got to have a couple of different uh gigs i guess you know you got to keep keep the money coming in somehow
1: well i think you just have to be flexible
2: absolutely you gotta and- be able to pivot
1: yeah, for sure. Well, if there's anything that this global pandemic has taught us is how to pivot. Absolutely. No matter what business you're in or what your career is or or you know what your interests are, you've had to figure out how to get around it. Without sure. a doubt,
2: yeah. I mean, it, with supply chain issues and regulations and just trying to look out for each mm-hmm. other, you know. We've all had to adjust so many things in our lives.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I was thinking, sitting here thinking when you were talking about songwriting and things, but there's a lot of, um, you know, songwriters that have written many, many, many songs, you know, maybe even Chris Stapleton mm-hmm. or, or like Mac McAnally that end up eventually singing.
2: Yeah. That's- and,
1: and, and they've written all these songs and you have no idea how many songs that they've written. Yeah. And you've been listening to their songs forever. You just haven't heard them singing them.
2: Yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing that you you find out. Um, Chris is a different kind of guy, though. Um, well,
1: he's a freaking nature. That guy. He's a
2: song. yeah. I mean, he he's written so many good songs, and uh, you know, I think he told a story about uh, your man. He wrote that song because he didn't have the money to get uh, his wife. Uh, present for Valentine's Day or something, so he wrote that song, and then uh, Josh Turner sang it, and then he was able to buy our house with that song, you know. (laughs) That'll
1: do. Yeah,
2: it's crazy, so.
1: Forget the candy, I'll take the house. But he
2: was just playing for 10, 15 guys, you know, at the V Club, which is now called The Loud in West Virginia. He had traveled across the country driving a pickup truck, playing with his band, singing for almost nobody, and then uh, he had that big hit, you know, and that his breakthrough and now he's giant just
1: insane yeah if
2: Han- hank williams jr is going to tour with you you know you might have done something okay
1: uh yeah, uh yeah i'd say so now that should be a raucous um event is yeah. that really happening
2: it, uh, I, it, it already years ago i saw it yeah it Dude. was uh Ashley mcbride opened and then Chris and Hank Jr. It was pretty all right. I'll bet. I'll bet.
1: You know, getting back into live music. Um, who are the Who are the artists that you would actually like to go see in concert right now?
2: Oh man! If you
1: had the just whatever, not thinking about money or time or so pandemics.
2: My favorite is uh, my favorite songwriter is Todd Snyder, and I go see him. I saw him four times this year, and uh, hopefully see him a bunch next year. But. Um, additionally i don't know i mean there are so many folks western centuries i kind of just don't not see them uh when i see they're coming around i go do it because uh, life's about making memories you it know? is you're it, right you got to appreciate that kind of stuff so uh yeah i mean i would have liked to have seen zz top again you know but um dusty's gone i you know it's just one of those things that I kind of am open to all music. Yeah. Um, I would go see most most folks play. Um, I'd like to see Taylor Swift. Um, I'd like to see Eminem. You know, I right. those, both would be great shows. You should play together. That would be an awesome show.
1: Dude, they would, like, rock it out. <laughs> you know, so many people give Taylor Swift down the road, and I'm like, listen, if I had a daughter, I would, like, want her to be, Yeah. gosh, she hasn't done anything wrong. She's... Made this all on her own. Like, good for her, man. Well, now she's, she's awesome. She's
2: pulling a total punk rock move. You know, uh, her labels were owned all of the recordings that she had made, but didn't own the songs. So now she's re-recording them and releasing them, them so she can make her own money. Yeah. But she don't have to pay them for that. And uh, that's so punk rock. That's awesome. Not in sound, but in spirit. Yeah. She's no, she's got like, going on. You're
1: down, girl. Like you just do your thing, man.
2: Absolutely. You know,
1: defend yourself and and um again, that should be um an influence toward our young people as well. Oh, Yeah. Like don't yeah. take it laying down, man. You figure out a way to overcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, cool. Well, you wanna sing us another song?
2: Yeah, I can do that. Um, so this song, it's early, so maybe my voice isn't super warmed up, but uh, this is one of my friend's favorite ones. And uh, so especially uh, this guy named Carrie Cole, he he likes this song a lot. Um, it's called, it doesn't have a name. I wrote the song after uh, waking up. <laughs> Maybe that's up. what
1: the name of the song is. <laughs> one of these
2: days I'll figure it out. Uh, we always have to have a name when we record them. But um, I woke up one time in the middle of the night, it was like, four in the morning or something and i woke up from this dream i was flying a airplane and it was red and white and uh i was waving at kids and having a good time up in the sky and uh then i woke up and i did not have a pilot's license anymore and uh i was did not have an airplane i was really disappointed that that didn't really happen and so (laughs) i kind of just jotted that down on my phone and went back to sleep and then months later i come up with this guitar part um and looked in my notes to see if i had anything to work with and um this song's just about waking up from those dreams where things are the way that you want them to be and then you wake up and you're just hit back to reality so okay yeah they call it the airplane song that might be what it gets called i don't know
1: <laughs> i love it
4: I remember I was flying in a single prop airplane. Red and white, quite a sight, it's the best I can explain. I soared across the summer sky, watched the children wave. I remember I was flying in a single prop airplane. later i was lying in the night sky next to you the stars were floating by the satellites were too you laid your head upon my chest sent me to the moon i remember i was lying in the night sky next to you walked across the sacred ground As the sun was going down I reached out and gently took your hand Your eyes looked like a starry sky And I went on to tell you why I'm lucky darling just to be your man Your man Your man I woke up this morning on a dirty hotel floor i realized i've been dreaming because you were there no more i threw my clothes into my pack recognized the score when i woke up this morning on a dirty hotel floor
1: One thank that's you. one of my favorites. <laughs> well, thank you. So far, <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's screaming from the outside.
2: <laughs> I love Courtney so much. She has been so supportive.
1: She's a good girl. We yeah. love her so much. Well, she supports us too, yeah. doesn't she, James?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> she keeps she us. All. brings us Christmas decorations we can't figure out how to put together. She
1: does, oh. but then she helps us figure it out because she's the the mother of the group, and <laughs> we're too dumb to figure it out on our own.
2: She's awesome.
1: She is. So that is so cool. And um, so how does one, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so the airplane song or the song with no name. Yeah. The airplane song with no name. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh,
3: so we those. have some people in the comments said let's throw out some name ideas for that song. Okay. Uh, so Kim Gibson suggested Soaring. Okay. Okay. That's so, a good one. Yeah. So if anybody oh, I- else has any name ideas for that yeah. song, throw them in the comments.
2: Maybe we'll have like a. Most Talented Song Namer in America contest, and uh, the prize will be $5.
3: Most Talented Song Namer in the Main Street TV comments thread. (laughs) (laughs) On Facebook. (laughs) On Facebook.
1: (laughs) No, that's so awesome. And uh, so how does one get, you know, that is an awesome song. Uh, Well, everything you do is awesome, but how does one get their songs out there for maybe someone like, um, you know, a a current artist – to sing how do you get them out there for them
4: well some
2: folks work with um different publishers and uh some folks partner with other songwriters who already have their foot in the door oh i don't know i i'm just uh i kind of want it to happen organically you know
1: maybe you're just singing at a at a place sometime and somebody hears it it's like hey yeah, so that would be a good song for so and so to sing. I had
2: a guy uh, one time when I was in Nashville. He come up to me after I finished and was like, "Oh my goodness, I love that song. Uh, you know, would you care if I shared it with people? I recorded it on my phone." I'm like, "No." And he's like, "There's some guys that would really sound good singing that." It never happened. Nothing happened. But you know, that's I think that's how sometimes it happens. You know,
1: yeah, for you sure. just got to
2: be careful. You know, I well,
1: I was gonna say, how do you get people to not rip off your songs? How there, does that it's happen? It's gonna
2: happen or it's not. You know, if they want to do it, they it. That would be low. It. Yeah, but people do it. Do they lot. really? Yeah. That's yeah. sad. It happens. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I have to be a lot more exposed before that kind of thing would happen. Unless somebody here in town wants to steal it, you know, you
1: can't. <laughs> yeah, well, then you'd just be a meanie pants. And yeah. <laughs> we would frown upon it here at Main Street TV. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's definitely been cases over the years where that's happened, but um, I don't know. I think it's more of an honor system kind of thing. Uh, my my real big plan when I go to Nashville is just try to get my foot in the door as many songwriters nights as possible, which is honestly where you're most likely to have something like that happen, though. Somebody steal your stuff. Gotcha. But I also, that's also where people are going to hear it that you want to hear it, so it's sure. just one of those things. You gotta copyright it. You gotta copyright all your songs. And uh mine are, are copyrighted. Yeah. They're, Listen. Yeah, no. Uh I mailed the, the lyrics in an envelope to myself. People think that works. It doesn't work.
1: Oh it doesn't? No,
2: that's not a real thing.
1: Oh, I copyright. thought that was a thing.
2: No. No, but no. don't hold up in court, uh in twenty twenty
1: one. An unopened envelope?
2: Yeah. But uh we'll figure it out. Eddie's been working on it, my my Producer and
1: well, it has to be a, a way. There has to be a way. You know, everybody yeah. has to be able to defend themselves a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just try and uh, not hurt anybody's feelings, and then maybe they won't hurt mine. That's <laughs> that's goes the way back I to go. being the
1: good guy, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Don't steal it. Don't steal it.
1: Stealing's bad. It is.
2: No matter what you're stealing, even a grape at the supermarket. Even if you're you're going to buy the pack, you should purchase it first. Don't taste them.
1: All right. We've all all been known to do that. Let's not go down that path, Ben. We're all guilty. Yeah. The jelly bean out of the jelly belly thing. See if you like it first before you commit.
2: I think there's a little bit of allotment there. They allow that to happen. They know it's going to. So they put an extra one in each tub.
1: I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Just for that. Well, cool. So, what else is? Uh, where are you going to be playing uh, coming
2: up? So, I'm not booking anything this month in December, but um, January, I'm going to be at the dock in Chillicothe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've not um, I've not decided who is going to play that with me, but February 4th, I'm going to be at uh six cents yeah whoop,
1: we can't wait and i'm
2: bringing um this young songwriter from galley county named nolan collins with me and he's awesome uh so talented um i've not gotten to hear him in person yet his father jesse they run uh twisted vine family vineyards and, and patrick as the locals call it but patriot
1: patrick. <laughs>
2: patriot if you spell it out uh <laughs> But yeah, they they are so nice, and uh, Jesse just was like, this is my boy right here, and showed me the video, and, and Nolan has been there when I was performing a few times, and uh, yeah, I just uh, I want him to be heard, and uh, I think I want to spend the rest of my time here um, kind of helping other people be heard, if I can, you know?
1: Sure. I think that's so great.
2: Well... I, it makes me feel good. That's why I want to do it. it, being honest, you know. Plus, I want to help folks. It's, uh, I, I've gotten a lot of joy out of this thing, and I want other people to find it too.
1: So, Love that. Yeah. Love that. So, when you, okay, pack up your car yeah. and you head on down to Nashville, what do you do? What's the first thing you do? Do you have to find the day job first?
2: <laughs> so, actually, uh, I will still be able to sell appliances, I think. You get um, the transfer? Well, they don't have one there, but, uh, on, on the website, I'll be able to chat with folks and sell it that way. Okay. Um, and that might pay a little bit more than McDonald's. I'm not sure yet. But i figure it out. You know, I'm going to start yeah. looking around in, in January, see what I might figure out. Just get the lay of the land. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've got friends there. So, best case scenario, I'm probably going to end up renting a room somewhere um, and have enough room for my guitars and my records and my mattress, you
4: know. Sure. That's,
2: but that's really all I care about um, as far as my possessions go. Just go and make music, listen to music, and uh, learn. That's it. So that's kind of my plan and, and find as many open mics and songwriters mm-hmm. nights and things like that just to be able to share what I do with new years.
1: Love that. Love that. Now, are those things hard to get into? or Sometimes. Do you, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes,
2: yeah. It just depends. Um, sometimes it's a waiting game, and, and you might not ever get I mean, it if you state, watch Coyote
1: but, Ugly, you know how hard it is yeah. to get into,
2: you know, Absolutely. get your songs heard. It's been a long time <laughs> since I heard that or saw that movie, but yeah. that
1: Maybe you should dance on a bar.
2: They have a Coyote Ugly in Nashville. God. I could go there and, yeah, I could be a bearded... Whatever they called the ladies that work at Coyote Ugly.
1: Coyotes.
2: Oh, there you go. A bearded coyote. Uh,
1: I love it. You can be like, I have the second best beard <laughs> in America. Don't you know that?
2: <laughs> All I remember from that movie is uh, you can't order water or you're going to get sprayed with that yeah. thing. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Yeah, hell no, H2O. That's right. Yeah. That's what they said. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm like, listen, I've had restaurants for a really long time now, and there is no <laughs> soda gun in the world that, that, will spray that, that squirts far. that far. Yeah. <laughs> so just saying, it doesn't yeah. happen in real life. So, um, well, very good. This is so exciting to have you back. So, with the wall thing, um, you said they kind of own you for a year, yeah. if, you, if you will. Um, so, what would be some of the things that maybe you would get to do um, representing wall? I mean,
2: I have no and idea. And if you have
1: a beard, wall trimmers are very good. They
2: are very good, by the way. Um, I really have no idea. It just said uh, publicity events is, uh, you know, they sent me a contract, and it, that's basically what it was. It's just, we might require you to attend publicity events and you have to be there or we want our $10,000 back, that kind of thing. I'm like, okay. Like, well, I'll, be uh, I'll be there. I uh, will be there. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. They had talked about some really cool things with raising money for charity and things like that at the beginning Love that. of it. Um, we'll see if that happens.
1: Well, a lot of it depends, too, on the stupid pandemic and you know whether we can get people you know, out and about again. And Although I will say I was watching the um, – Oh God, against my husband's will. Um, the lighting of the Rockefeller tree last night. Yeah. But I always love that. Cause it's like to me, like, I kinda like I make him watch the Macy's Parade too. Yeah. Those are kind of like the two things I make him do that he just absolutely <laughs> hates. I mean, you know my husband. He's absolutely. like not like festive at all. So um, but yeah, no, we were watching that last night, but I was watching all the people there and they're just like all smashed together. I'm like, Ooh, that just, it gave me anxiety a little bit.
4: Yeah.
2: I don't know
1: that I would want to do that yet.
2: I don't know. I've definitely been in some questionable situations, but, uh, you know, I got sick with the virus last year in November and then, uh, I'm vaccinated and I think I'm going to get a booster. Try, you know, I, I try to, and I wear a mask a lot of the time when I go out, even if everybody around me is not, I still try, you know, um, it's not the most fun at a rock and roll concert, but hey, yeah, you're doing your your duty. But uh, I don't know i I just hope that uh, we can all get through this. Yeah, and get back to filling rooms and people sneezing on each other and sweating on each other and, <laughs> and doing mad. God
1: only knows what else with yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's just <clears throat> one of those things. We're meant to be social beings, obviously. But we are.
1: This is why there's so much depression and uh, anxiety and and uh, things right now.
2: It's awful. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, People are struggling.
2: Yeah, and we all do from time to time. Um, you know, I, I've been through that big time and uh, came out on the the winning side, thankfully. But it, it's not over. It's a lifelong battle, it you is. know. But we we all just gotta make sure that we're mindful and and do the things that we want to do and need to do to keep ourselves. Well,
1: and I think at the end of the day, it kind of goes back to what uh, you said right off the rip, and that's just be a good person. Surround yourself by good people. um, And, you know, positivity breeds positivity. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. There's not a whole lot of that on the news. Not a whole lot of positivity. No. But if you go around and turn talk, off. Yeah, if you if you
1: Turn us on, turn that off.
2: Walk over to <laughs> Sixth Sense and talk to somebody at the bar and ask them how their day's going, they're gonna tell you good stuff and they might tell you a little negative, but you got a real good uh, idea of what's happening here and you know what what your other folks in your area are feeling and Yeah. That's more important than what's happening on a global scale, I think. Agreed. Uh, we can get our news from each other, you know?
1: So, you know, my niece and one of her best friends um, used to play this game when we would all get together. And I used to, and they would get so mad at me, and I would roll my eyes. I would be like, this is stupid. And it finally dawned on me that it's not stupid at all, and it was the what's the best part of your day game. So literally, I mean, they would just rando, you'd all be sitting at a, at the table or something and she would just blurt out what was the best part of your day yeah and i'd just be like god you know (laughs) whatever but i found though that if if you you know you see someone that's feeling a little low or or whatever and that's not to not let them feel low it's just like hey but did you have a good what was the best part of your day you had to have had something good happen today what was it absolutely And I found that it truly, like, helps so much. Yeah. So try that. What's the best part of your day? You know,
2: know, some folks could be drowning in all the sorrow, and that's the gasp of air that they need, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Ask someone what the best part of their day is today. See, See what happens.
2: For sure. Yeah
1: always it's always something fun to do so i'll never roll my eyes about that again because i used to think that was just uh
2: yeah it would drive me crazy but i I, now i understand that too yeah be great
1: so good so good so all right well we have some time you want to sing us another song
2: yeah um
1: love this this is so good it's like our own (laughs) personal ben davis concert and you know people you know have to look high and low to find you singing so this is great
2: um I'm trying to think of which one to do. I could do, from my very first record, it's called uh, The Day Before Payday, and this song is called The Day Before Payday. And it's got a funny story. I was driving from Pomeroy to Gallopolis, and uh, about the time that I hit Cheshire, my fuel gauge was on E, and I realized that I probably was not going to make it back home from work because it was Tuesday, and I did not get paid till Wednesday, and there wasn't a dime in my pocket. Um, but then I thought about... Maybe I should just stay in the car and drive home, whatever, stay with a friend in Gopolis. Uh And then I remembered that there was, I didn't have any food or money for food, but at home there was like half of a PBR I didn't drink from the night before. And at, <laughs> at that age, that was uh, sustenance enough. Somebody told me one time there's a, a pork chop in every PBR and I hadn't found it in that can yet. So I thought maybe <clears throat> it was in there.
1: Love it. Yeah. yeah.
2: This is called The Day Before Payday, and I wrote it while I was driving, but I kept it between the lines, so don't judge me for that.
1: Did you make it home?
2: I made it home. Got it all figured out because I had to sum.
1: There you go.
4: took all the change in my ashtray just to get to this gig tonight and I don't know how I'm gonna get home but I still feel alright you see I live my life on stages a lot like this one here they feel so much like cages and outside the walls lie all my fears I'm smoking half of someone else's cigarette I got a pinch of man gold I got one more swig of PBR You know that it ain't cold A cup of rum in the microwave And that show is getting old It's the day before payday Might be the end of the world, I'm told I got a real job Flipping burgers at McDonald's way downtown Where there ain't no thrills But it pays all my bills And it keeps my old lady round Go take all of my check tomorrow Just to keep her by my side In a lot of aching and sorrow Just to keep her satisfied Oh, I'm smoking half of someone else's cigarette I got a pinch of red man gold I got one more swig PBR, you know that it ain't cold. A cup of rum in the microwave and that sure is getting old. It's the day before payday, might be the end of the world, I'm told. I nearly broke my neck but still I'm living, check the check, my lady doesn't understand She says I'm not a real man, got me working overtime, I don't even get Smoking half of someone else's cigarette, got a pinch of red man gold I got one more swag, PBR, you know it ain't cold a cup of in the microwave and that show is getting old it's the day before paid in my the in of the world I'm told. It's a day before paid in my the in of the world I'm told.
1: Woo! That's a good one too. Thank oh you my very gosh, you're so awesome. <laughs>
2: thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. I've no, been thank blessed. you
1: well sure. we're blessed having you here <laughs> oh well and, and i think our viewers are loving it too aren't they james
3: yeah this, <laughs> it's probably courtney but somebody's blowing up the heart button you got 417 hearts <laughs> and courtney
1: how many of those are you
3: <laughs> um so jen what's the best part of your day so far
1: this hello
2: <laughs> probably mine too i'm going hiking after this though so uh and it's so muddy, I guarantee I'm going to fall.
1: But <laughs> are you going to be singing that song the whole time? I'm going
2: to think about it. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> hey, you may write
2: another one. <laughs> I could. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: <laughs> that is so good. No, um, it is just always so fun to have you here. And and um, like I said, not too many people get the opportunity to sit with Ben Davis Jr. and have a chat and and uh, you know find out what's what's going on in that noggin ears and. Um, Get their own personal concert. So thank
2: you. Absolutely. I love coming in here. It's a great time.
1: Well, we love having you. Absolutely. For sure. So what would be, um, here's a good question. What would be some advice for anybody that's, you know, maybe in high school, maybe their young Ben mm-hmm. that doesn't have a Chris Bullion to literally forced you to become the person that they knew he knew who you were you didn't know who you were what advice would you give somebody
2: i don't know i mean i uh we all kind of figure it out some folks never do but you know if you want to play guitar get a guitar if you want to do music just do it that's that's the biggest thing anything anything that you want to do yeah i mean uh sometimes you feel so shackled to the ground but Really, you're the one shackling yourself to the ground. Sure. Yeah, you you got to take those steps towards whatever it is that you want to find. Um, you know, it hasn't been easy. I, there were years that I played four and five nights a week and worked forty hours. I don't know how I did that back then. But,
1: uh, <laughs> we were a little younger. Yeah, then.
2: <laughs> man. But, a couple years ago. You know, you you just you got to do those kinds of things so you can learn and and you know adapt all of your experience and and apply it to what you. Are wanting to accomplish. I mean, so far, you know, things are, are going okay for me. You know, I, I have put out a lot of records and people are really nice to me when I put them out and they say that the songs are good and then uh, I won this thingy, you know, got second place in a national contest. Just do it. Just try. That's the only thing. Yeah. If you don't open the door, then nothing's gonna come to you. I love
1: what you said. You know, we're only shackling ourselves, and that's yeah. exactly right. You know, Absolutely. don't get out of your own head and just do something.
2: Absolutely. There's there's And
1: if you fail, who cares?
2: Exactly. Failing is part of it. You know, I've I've almost quit music, I don't know how many times, and uh, it's okay. You know, you're gonna feel frustrated. There's times when I don't pick up a guitar. Uh, you know, there's times when uh, Oh, I can't come up with a good reference because I'm not a sports guy. But those, you know, those folks don't really like doing practice and things like that. Sure. You know, but there's, they still want to be superstars, so they got to do it. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was a day when Michael Jordan didn't feel like picking up a basketball.
2: Absolutely. Which seems hard to believe. But but it's it's just one of those things. You, If it's your, your passion and you put a little effort into it, it'll pay. It will.
1: Absolutely. So there you go words of wisdom by ben davis jr
2: uh, blabberings by ben davis jr <laughs> no
1: not at <laughs> all not at all well shoot hey did you know okay so while oh, you're here
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah Today's James is don't do it do it <laughs> all right folks join us in a chorus that's right <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: he's bright red we gotta do it
4: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear
3: James.
4: (laughs) Happy birthday to you.
3: Thank you, guys. Happy birthday, James.
2: Tell him happy birthday. He's doing a lot of work back there. Or he's playing Tetris, one or the other. He Uh, is. He does both. See, that's the
1: cool (laughs) thing about James. He has the ability to multitask. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) No, happy birthday, James. You're the best. We love you so much. Thank you,
3: guys. I appreciate it.
1: And, hey, there you go. Is that the best part of your day? Oh, yes. I bet not I, a lot of people I get know. Ben Davis Jr. to sing well, happy birthday to that, him.
3: That was my whole plan. I was like, "Hey, uh, Alex, why <laughs> don't you call Ben Davis and see if he wants it's my to, birthday? Oh, give me a free concert <laughs> on my
1: birthday. my birthday."
2: Yeah, normally that costs a lot of money, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah, we we, we barely strings. we barely had the budget for Christmas lights. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: we literally had to take <laughs> lights cut them off and relight from lights from another thing that's our low budget operation well, here beautiful.
2: so very festive
1: hey well thanks Absolutely. We, we made it work it Techno. works we just uh yeah it's just you know as we moved into this new space no one knows where anything is like we're just all struggling so courtney just found all of these christmas decorations and just we have them in a pile so this is what we came up with
2: well it works
1: it does. Listen, anything with lights on it works, right? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. festive and pretty. Sparkly. And the Rockefeller tree is lit and I must say it is do you know there's five miles of lights on that thing?
2: That's a lot of lights.
1: It's like there's no tree there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's lights with a tree attached.
3: Do you was it Roc- I can't remember if it was Rockefeller or the White House that they brought the tree in last year and they made such a big deal about it and they the like- owl? They cut one with the owl, but they like cut the ropes, and it just looked terrible. And it took them like a (laughs) week to like fluff it out. It was the (laughs) oh,
1: yeah, I think it was the Rockefeller tree, and that's the one they found the owl in it,
3: and it was really sick because it had been. Bound up and it it was just cute. Been through something really traumatic.
1: (laughs) Cute little baby owl, but they took it to an owl sanctuary and nursed it back to health and then let it go. And it's totally fine. But it was just the fact that it was this kind of owl that just looked like a cartoon character like it was just this little baby with these great big eyes looking owl so anyway but yes i think it was and they cut the ropes and the thing was just kind of like oh yeah and then they were like "Uh uh-oh and people were having a fit (laughs)
2: Oh, i'm sure but sure
1: it straightened itself out well it's always going to
2: it's uh people don't like bugs Bug. there's so many bugs in all these Christmas trees and nobody throws a fit about them getting squished, you know. That's true. Man, owls are, are beautiful, though. I understand. They are. And it <laughs>
1: survived and it made a good story, you yeah. know, so whatever. Absolutely. But they say that they literally painstakingly go through every little branch before they... To try and find. And they just missed it somehow. So, whatever. But you should write a song about that.
2: That poor owl. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, Where, where's know. your
1: mind going right
3: now?
2: <laughs> well, immediately, weird owl Yankovic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Weird Owl would be honored if you were. You're
1: owl. right. At this point, yes, <laughs>
2: for sure. All right.
1: Well, do you want to get out of here? You have anything else to sing, or you want um,
2: to? I could probably do one more. Um,
1: we can get out of here with one more song.
2: Yeah. Let's see what we got here.
1: The owl song.
2: We'll do uh, the song called uh, <coughs> I'm Doing Fine, Girl. And I wrote this song. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a line <laughs>
1: in a bar. <coughs> Excuse me.
4: This is another one I wrote when I lived in Pomeroy. Morning sun enters my room. It wakes me from my sleep. Had a dream I was floating way to the moon or something deep. Keep looking out the window see the river and the boats passing by I hear a train coming it makes me wanna die I'm doing fine girl yeah I'm all right Just had to get away I was losing my mind my Bags are packed got my money in my shoe It won't be long, I'll be back home to you, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Yeah, I gassed up my tank and I bought a Dylan CD for the road. He's singing, don't think twice, it's getting late, my coffee's getting cold. Keep looking out the window, see the people in the cars passing by. I don't know where I'm going, but I sure do know why. I'm doing fine, girl, yeah, I'm alright. I just had to get away, you were losing your mind. Just hit Kentucky and I'm passing on through It won't be long, I'll be back home to you We'll be fine We'll be fine Yeah, I'm lying here in heaven They call it Tennessee The only thing that's wrong is you're not here with me I'm doing fine, girl yeah, I'm alright, just had to get away, we were losing our minds And I didn't think that we would make it through It won't be long, I'll be back to you We'll be fine, girl, we'll be alright Had to get away, we were losing our minds But we got a brand new start, we're gonna make it through won't be long, I'll be back home to you We'll be fine We'll be fine Fine
1: Love it Thank you Oh, well, thank you Yeah,
2: thanks for having me
1: You're awesome, all right My bud. All right, cool. Well, thank you, thank you, Ben Davis Jr., and uh, thank you all for tuning in. Happy birthday, James. Thank you. Because he's awesome. And uh, hope you've enjoyed.
2: Yeah, thanks for watching out there, folks.
1: That's right. Thanks for tuning in, and we will be back here tomorrow, which is what, Friday? Thank God. TGIF. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so maybe some news. News. Karina will be here to talk about some fun stuff this weekend coming up. So have a great weekend or great night, and we'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.